0: That wasn't necessary <laughs> um greetings heathens and heretics welcome to um a, a slightly late roundup of of some of uh the key metal releases in june it's been a bit of a busy month so we are fucking miles behind but um we'll, we'll give it a go memory and all that uh all these,
1: blo- all these bloody musicians that we keep inviting on can't fit us any, any
0: that's, other it. Time. that's it they've all got in the way so um <laughs> so we, we'll, we'll give it a go um, we'll look at some of the best and some of the um, some of the knots so are great and maybe the odd one or two that, that causes a bit of polarized opinion. Um, we'll see on that. <laughs> um, House Tricks down there in sunny Kent? We've got Padre here as well somewhere. He's wandering around doing something, but he'll, he'll be with us in a minute.
1: Yeah, it's, it's well. I mean, you know, autumn's here. It's it's great. Oh, I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not burning my arse off, um, the, which is which is nice. I suppose I'm glad. Glad to be here, not Europe, so I'm, you know whatnot. Enjoying the cricket, which uh, hey. is is you know doesn't you don't say very often, but um, I'm not sure what's got into the uh, into the water in in the England cricket team, even more so with the Aussies. But yeah, I'll take that.
0: Yeah, ripping through the Aussies like a knife through butter at the moment. So yeah, it's it's, it's all good. Let's go to a deciding test to make it interesting. Um, but this isn't a cricket podcast, so. We may as well uh, crack on with with the order at hand because, like I said, we need to uh, we need to catch up. So let's kick it off. Um, we won't go right back to the start of the month, but we'll kick it off with um, an album called "It All Returns to Nothing" uh, by Burner. It came out on June twenty third on Church Road Records. Just yet another huge release on that label. I don't know how they keep doing it. I think we're in agreement that this was. This was a surprisingly positive response to this one. The couple of songs that I'd heard prior to release, I thought, yeah, this could be something. But the album is is a bit of a fucking banger, isn't
1: it? It is, yeah. Yeah, I've had, I've had two or three listens to it now. And um, I think I was quite enthusiastic with, with it to begin with, and then it's kind of settled down. But it does stand out when it comes to the hardcore albums I've listened to this year. <laughs> lots of breakdowns, lots of twists and turns some nasty nasty extreme sounds there as well. Um you know it's 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 one of those where you can't it's difficult to predict where it goes. Um
0: well one minute very- one minute it's black metal, one minute it's death metal, then it's hardcore, then it's thrash. It's yeah it's, it's fucking all sorts in the mix.
1: It is, yeah. it's it's a very confident album. I mean yeah. it's
0: for a debut, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's their
1: debut. Okay, like, I, I thought it was their De- debut yeah, full, I mean,
0: There was an EP before it.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's for kind. Of, it's got the confidence you'd expect from, you know, bands with about two or three albums in. Um, I mean, production wise, you know, bang on.
2: It's got yeah, sound, it sounds and massive. It's got,
1: yeah. And it's got that classic sort of late nineties, Y two K sort of era hardcore sound and vibe. Um, proper beat down at the uh, LA two or the Underworld yeah. kind of thing. It's um. Yeah, and it's it, I mean it's a very British album.
0: Yeah, it, it definitely sounds British. And I think you said it when you first heard it that it, it takes you back to those days of Stamping Ground and Decimate and all those kinds, yeah. of, you know. Yeah, back it back in the day, the all the, the five quid all day is at the underworld and you know that kind of thing. But I think what what jumps out for me, like you say, the production is awesome, like say, it's a hugely confident album. Um, how they mix so many different styles of heavy music into what is essentially a metallic hardcore album yeah it, it, that's kind of blown me away um i get what you mean by like the initial impact is like it, it sort of grabs you by the nuts and swings you around the room and throws you against the wall yeah um, and then it does kind of settle down a bit but you can't take away from the fact that it's it's just a fucking face ripper an album no like no. The, the opening the opening track hurt locker there's there's a breakdown in the middle of that which just sets that sets the tone for the entire album yeah you know, sometimes it just comes from nowhere and I I, I love that. Thanks a particular
1: shout out to Prometheus Reborn. Yeah. Uh, um yeah, that's just that I just hits hard. Um yeah, no, I yeah, pleased with this. Um I think again, a few more lessons and it will sort of sink in a bit more because that's the thing, is it's it is quite Kerbic and
0: yeah. I'm uh, I, I'm curious to see them live because I've heard great things. Uh, they did a one or two album release shows in the last few weeks, and uh, the reports are it was just absolute fucking carnage. they most of Well, and, uh, uh, live. The well yeah, there. yeah. And when Maxim from Wallowing was on a couple of weeks ago, he was talking about they want to do a tour together. That's a package they want to put together. So Burner and Wallowing, yeah, that would that will be a uh, yeah, that would just be all out want and destruction. <laughs> that's, a,
1: that's a insurance company waivers all, all day long, that is.
0: Yeah, fucking venues gone up and down the country, completely fucking destroyed. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. look, another British band. I, I've kind of sort of slotted it tentatively into my ever-growing list of best albums of the year. Um, the, the, the British bands are absolutely smashing it. And, you know, more of the albums we've got from June are British artists as well. So it's a strong, strong year. Yeah, see. All right, let's, let's go for for something else then. Another British band, Coffin Mulch, uh, a death metal band from Scotland that are getting quite a lot of traction off the back of this album. It's called Spectral Intercession. Um, it was kind of released on a war with False Noise, but I think a couple of other labels did bits and pieces, whether it's the vinyl and digital release and, and all that kind of thing. Um, they sold out all of the vinyl of this on their, on their own band camp in the first weekend, I think about 1,500 copies. Christ. which for a okay. uh, for yeah for an underground death metal band releasing their first full length debut is a hell of a fucking achievement, you know. And, um, yeah, sorry,
1: I think we have to say some some of the artwork we've seen from a lot of these bands. I mean, you know, again, just as a package, uh, the demand the demand's always going to be high uh, when when you've got artwork like that. Um, it, I mean, it's nuts, isn't it? It's uh, yeah, doing it, the artwork?
0: The artwork is, for that one, I can't remember the guy's name. Um,
1: I, I, should, I need to get better at these names because I mean, I, I, I know, I know. Um, what's his face on Banger TV? He, he always makes a point of mentioning the artist, which is great, and uh, I, I need to be better with that. <laughs> so,
0: well, it, you're right. I mean, because because vinyl has made a um, has made such a you know such a comeback in the last few years, the artwork is becoming more and more important. Isn't it because we're back on we're back on 12 inches rather than just a small picture on a screen it's a guy called Brad Moore um who I'm not actually familiar with but going by that album cover I I'm gonna seek out more because it's it's a quality piece of work it really is yeah um but at that aside musically this is this is properly you know in the full spirit of mid to late 90s in tune I think that's that's what's done it for me
1: yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's got that sound. Absolutely. I mean, it's oh, what's the what's the uh, HM two pedal? As they call called?
0: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they're they in love with that definitely. At the moment, I haven't quite uh, sunk in in song wise, um, but it's it's one of those where I think I'll I want to come back to it because of that sound. So I'm um, I'm not in a position really to comment fully just yet.
0: Yeah, give, give it. I mean, you're an Entomb fan anyway, so you know you, yeah. you love it. But a single guitar as well, which I didn't actually realise until I was actually concentrated on the album notes. And to have a sound that dense just with one guitar is is you know, yeah. again the same with the burner album. The production is is sort of it, it's unreal, and it's got a punky vibe as well. I think I get some of yeah. that, got that kind of punk attitude to it. And I mean, a name like no, that yeah, as well, well Coffee Munch. I mean. Well, we need a, we need a tour of coffin mulch, swamp coffin, and penny coffin. <laughs> so if, if uh, any of those three bands can make that happen, I'll I'll go just and you know, just for the tour merch. Let's just make that happen. But again, a British band. You know, and it's it's just it's just almost a conveyor belt at the minute of of successful of successful releases. Uh, I'm I'm loving it. My my top twenty-five or whatever it is of the year so far is is almost fifty percent British albums.
1: Yeah, I've got a few. I think I've, I've only got I've kept it to a top twenty because, well, yeah, it's just time isn't it
2: for Don't make too big a thing about it, or otherwise, certain people will be claiming "rise right, Brexit." <laughs> the music, the music, the music seems flourishing because of Brexit. Of course yeah, right.
0: it is. Of course it is.
2: Fucking yeah. Let's let's, let's keep that
0: out of it. None, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um But look, it, it's. Like I said, great album, great artwork. We've said that it's, it's, it, I think it's got, it's got quite a lot going on for a death metal album. Obviously, I'm on this this journey through all these death metal albums and it is opening my eyes and ears a little bit to, you know, the, the positives in death metal. And I'm starting to hear more than maybe my yeah. narrow minded side wouldn't have picked up on before. So,
1: I mean, I, yeah, I might be like, starting to turn on Morbid Angel.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't got it's, back to Morbid Angel yet.
1: Yeah, no. Just but just hearing some of the comments last week about them and just, you know, I, I thought I've am almost sort of listening to it with a uh, with a slightly from a different perspective, and I'm kind of appreciate where the positive stuff's coming from now. So, but yeah, you know, we're not we're not talking, you know, immediate pop mouse and hummable tunes, but yeah, I, 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 I think I could be convinced.
0: <laughs> well you know talking of, of you know coming around to things and being convinced um also last month creep and death released uh, their second album boundless domain came out on the 16th i think um and this is one of those where there was quite a lot of hype around this album and i i heard a couple of songs and i was like i don't really i don't really kind of get the the hype around it but in the last week i've listened to it a lot more um and yeah I, I i'm starting to understand it now i'm starting to understand why why they're building popularity why they're getting so so much traction um the album is produced by adam d from killswitch yeah so there is a bit of a there is a bit of a metalcore feel to it yeah the guitar yeah. sound is a bit metalcore it's 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 got a a metalcore groove to it as well it's i wouldn't just call it a straight up death metal album
1: no, no. I mean, again, I only had one listen so far. There, there is something there, definitely, um, whether it's groove or technical mouse or, or whatever. But there's there's enough dynamism just to keep me potentially interested. Yeah, um, I still I think melody wise, there isn't a great deal of melody there.
0: there Believe be- me, there. the more you listen to it, the more that melody will, will start yeah. to come into the mix.
1: It's, for, for me, this is sort of almost, like you say, that, that metalcore slash hardcore kind of vibe where they're yeah. just focusing on on the the rhythms and the grooves, I think, really. But, yeah, it, it's I can see why people are raving about them. Um, so, yeah, again, can't fully comment at this point in time, but I'm open to, you know, getting into it.
0: Well, a shout out on a couple of songs, Intestinal Rap, which has got Corpse Grinder on it, so you can never go wrong with that. Um, that's a great track. It's it's got a, a beautiful 90s hardcore breakdown, sort of right towards the end of it, which I just I just love. Um the Parthian shot, that's another one. There's a huge fucking breakdown riff in that. And it's it's that kind of thing, like you said, the dynamism that that keeps it going, that keeps it moving along and keeps you interested. So I do think. The more you listen to it, the more you'll enjoy this album. Padre, this is one for you as well, I think. Because, you know, you, you like the crossover thrash stuff, and this has got a lot of that in in the mix, as well as the, the death metal and the hardcore. This is one for you. How long has
2: this band been going?
0: No, they've been around for probably five or six years, in terms of the public eye. Look, I, this is their second album. I've never really paid any attention to them. So, this this is they're a, they're a new one on me, but I'm, I'm going to give them a bit more time, and
1: yeah, I mean seeing, seeing people on Twitter earlier in the year raving about them constantly and like almost you know jizzing on the phones about the upcoming
0: second album. It's I thought, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> no, but it, it is really good. And I think Adam D's production does help that. Yeah. Just gives it that kind of clarity that you know you don't necessarily associate with with some death metal. Um and guitar sound is just so perfectly dense. You know, and there's good, there's good solos in it as well, and melodic solos that, that kind of do come out of nowhere. And yeah, it, it has, it's definitely, definitely sort of perked my interest a little bit. So I'm coming back for more. If they're really unlucky, they might end up in my top 25, 30, 35, <laughs> 40. The list is just going to go on and on and on.
1: I mean, I don't think I've never sort of got to the point where i had a top 40 before at the end of a year. And yeah, I'm going to have to. Well,
0: definitely going have one. <laughs> yeah, we, we will. We will. It'll, it'll get that bad. It just it just keeps on coming.
1: Well, when it gets to the point, it's like, oh, Christ, is that, this, this is me having number 50 and I love this as much as some of the other ones and just could barely separate them. That's the trouble with doing something like this and you're forcing yourself to listen to lots of music. There's too much out there.
0: It's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. Yeah. Um, but look, there's, there's one that I'm, I'm pretty confident in saying that I don't think is going to be in your top 50 at the end of the year. Uh, so the album's called Shattered Vanity by a band called Leather Bitch, Leatherer Bitch, um, which came out right at the start of the month on Shadow Kingdom Records. Uh, the label that gave us Bloodstar, Cold Moon, that was called, which is a brilliant, brilliant album. Uh, this is it's kind of traditional metal with a, with a, a very thick slab of sleaze. Um, I love this, love it to the point that I bought the vinyl from Black City it's it's not reinventing the wheel in one in one part but i I really enjoyed it it's route one sleaze metal I love it and I know I'm gonna get a very different opinion from the apparent voice of reason
1: the thing for me is that I think from the start I got a significant vibe of um mediocrity
0: um, that's even that's- worse than saying it's shit
1: that well, yeah, because I that that kind of never escaped while I was listening to this album. And what you don't want for something that is harking back to the 80s, both like you say, the heavy metal stuff and the sleaze metal stuff, you don't want it to be boring. And that's kind of the vibe I'm afraid I got from this. Just
0: oh, fuck off. it was
1: it was done. Now, I'm not gonna, <laughs> it's not all bad because I'll, I'll point out there you got a couple of tracks Morphina and the Invitation. They certainly grab my attention a bit more.
0: The invitations so, are banger.
1: So I don't. I, it's not like, you know, they're a bad band. They've got something. Uh, they should absolutely keep it up. Um, but I think musically for me, it's it's not there. It really is and It's it's just quite uninspired. But my biggest beef with this album, and it's rare that I put I, I highlight something like this, but for me, it's just the standout problem, is the vocals. I just feel the vocals are completely at odds with the album. A, a lot of the time, they're even more mediocre than the music around it, and then when he's trying to give it some full metal, I just feel it sounds bloody awful. And oh, I can't believe no. Alan said, dude, you need to work on this this part of what you're doing. Oh, um, It's harsh. I... I I don't know. I, 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 it's rare that I, I, I say things like that. But I, yeah, I really struggled with this album, vocals especially. You mean but mean
0: man? I,
1: yeah, but like, like I say, there's a couple of tracks there. You know, I'd happy to listen, happy to listen to those. But I'm afraid, yeah, this this won't be on my list at all.
0: Look, look opinions are like Clarissa's. We know that, but it's, I, 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 I love it because I think because there is no overthinking and I, you know, I haven't even paid that much attention to whether the vocals are good or not. And I hope you, by you saying that you haven't just ruined it for me because I'll have to send it back to Dave. But, <laughs> but, um but yeah, the invitation that that was actually in my notes is one of the, the the highlight songs. Um Look, it's cliched as they come, the invitation, the, the lyrics are an invitation to come and fillate me basically. So yeah, it, it is, fucking early 90s crazy gang Wimbledon route one stuff is there's no there's no beating about the bush but I, I find it hard that you dislike it that much it's just but you, there, can't, you can't missing. see past the floors there's something missing
1: it's just it's just not exciting me I've the thing is I can listen to a lot of bands doing this kind of stuff and they might not even be that great at all but there's something there that's putting me in but with these guys
0: I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's just not there. If 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 we want, you know, we we all we all like a bit of sleaze metal from the '80s, and we obviously love our traditional heavy metal. But what what do we? These kind of bands, what do we actually want? Does it is it that important that the vocals are are perfect? I mean, Padre, you know, Guns and Roses. You said the same thing yourself. Like part of the, a big chunk of the performance, Axel was holding back. His vocals weren't great. And it's only when they hit the big moments that he really yeah. pushes on.
2: Um, and I think you know that's and, and again, like I said the other week, I think it's fair enough because he's what he's sixty. Um, about he, that, yeah, he, yeah. You know, back in the day, he used to be a heavy smoker, drank drank a lot. That's not going to be good for your, your your voice. So um, you know I think it's you know I think it's fair enough. So I, I mean, I, like again, it goes, it goes back to what we've said before. Like you know, it's very easy to be you know hypocritical, judgy, and you know, have like. Very high expectations and standards, but I think sometimes it's got to look at the overall experience of the, the gig or the concert, and you know, and, you know the songs you get in. I mean, I think if you you can have, let's say, someone's voice is off, the vocals are off, or something, but as long as the guitar and the, the 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 backing music is good, which is what what the case was at Guns N' Roses, because like um, Slash's guitar sound was phenomenal, um, so was the rest of the band. The backing singers, the piano, everything that that was really crisp. So, like you know, kind of you know, any deficiency in Axel's voice, it was made up for. But he still managed to hit those notes when he needed to on the big tracks. Yeah. So I mean, and I I was quite happy with it. And you know, we've I mean, I mean, but then I've seen bands as well. I come away really disappointed. I mean, and through no fault of their own, I think there was that one year it was download 2005 but we went to see anthrax on the main stage but they were halfway up the bill and you couldn't hear anything because the monitors were absolutely yeah, shocking i remember you that could tell the band you could tell the band were getting pissed off and yeah. then Sky came on the main stage and they had the same problems and you're just yeah. like this is shocking like you know like just these,
0: these are the the kind of the flaws that will happen and and with with newer bands i i, I always struggle to to criticize too hard because this kind of music, it, there's always going to be flaws. The whole fucking sleaze scene in the '80s, most of the vocalists weren't great, you know. And no, they weren't. No. No. Um, so, and that, no, I kind of, no. I, I put this album in that sort of territory. Really? And it, it's the almost the flaws that make it
2: appealing. I mean, I, I mean, come on. I mean, you're going to say, like, I'm sorry, Brett Michaels is as a as a good vocalist. No, of course, CC DeVille is a good guitar player. Yeah, you know, fair enough. You can play a few things, but that's about it. None yeah, of those no,
0: vocals were never the strong point.
2: None, yeah. none of those glam bands had decent singers, and I'm sorry, none of those glam bands had decent musicians. I'm sorry, They weren't there weren't any standout. No one's putting a a Motley Crue or a Hanoi Rocks or a Rat or a Warrant solo in the top fifty of all time. They had a couple of good riffs. It was all about the packaging, the music video, yeah. The, yeah. the kind of the strip, the sleeves, the
0: the MTV generation.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, it's um... and you
2: get like sometimes you get like um, around the same time you had like White were all over MTV. And I think they got lumped in with that hair metal thing, but David Coverdell is in a different league in terms yes. of singing.
1: Yeah.
2: To, to compare to those bands. Um, even Ozzy, he <laughs> may not be the best singer, but he's got, a, he's distinct. Whereas you can't really tell the difference. It between was the delivery TV with Ozzy though, wasn't it? wasn't it? It was never yeah, about yeah. the
0: vocal ability. It was just the delivery.
2: Mm. But like, you know? can you really tell the difference between Vince Neil and Bret Michaels? No. I mean, they're, they're, I mean they, they look similar. They sound similar. They, they behave similar. I mean, like, Poison are just a Motley Crue light. They're just light beer compared to, like, they're like Miller-like compared to Miller Genuine Draft.
0: Popley Crew is what they basically were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, without all the Satanism, but but yeah.
2: Look. Right, because, like, Motley Crue was Satan.
0: Well, look, according to Nikki Six, it was them that started the whole fucking Satanism thing and all the other bands just followed. So. I'm sorry,
2: you, using a pentagram does not mean that you started Satanism. Yes, it does. No, it does. I mean like, oh, and like, also Sabbath never referenced the devil. No, right? no. Like ten years before, neither did Priest or Maiden or anyone else in the seventies. I mean, no, it, it, no, no one gives a fuck about crew. Well, people do give a fuck about but I, 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 not I still love. I I, I, I I still love. I don't know if I mentioned it before, but that that picture of the Def Crew at Wembley Stadium. But yeah, know it's, it's embarrassing. Not even a third, four, it's like, someone's ego, it was either the, the promoter or the bands themselves just ran away with it there. Like, that is just like, it's almost like, do you remember that, you know, the League of Gentlemen, where, the, where there's the dad that used to be in the band, Creme Brulee, and he's like, he's always talking about being in the band and then something happens and he's like, it's a shit business. Like you can just imagine like Vince Neil <laughs> coming off the stage in tears. Like, why didn't we pack out at Wembley Stadium with Motley Crew? Yeah, you were Motley Crew 40 years ago. Now you just you're you're irrelevancy. You're not, you're not, you're, you're the very definition of impertinent. You know, you're just not no one gives a shit. And it's just like you can just imagine going like the promoter just rubbing him on the button, just going, Don't worry, Vince, we'll, we'll pack it next time. We'll get a new album in. You know, just like <laughs>
0: It doesn't help us hey, though. Well, you, we're trying you, we're trying to defend the popularity of rock and metal. And you see pictures like that, it's like, oh, what have you done? Yeah. What have you done?
2: Just yeah, and, let us I, all down. And and really, and I I've got nothing against Def Leppard, but that that in, in their home country, like they, they should have just played Sheffield. They would have even really well That's Sheffield. it. They they did play Sheffield, but they played
0: Sheffield, London, Blackpool, they did a show in Ireland as well. A one-off stadium would have been, they, they would have been fine. But yeah, they, they just got a bit too big for their boots. So, and look, you know, we went to see Maiden a week or so after that. They did two nights at the O2 doing arenas all over the country. And you just look at the photos and how great that looks. You know, the arena absolutely packed to the rafters and the place is going nuts for what was was an incredible gig. And they could have had that. If that was at the O2, yeah. they'd have had that same experience and it would probably would have been a much better show for it so you know anyway moving on um right this is one of my uh this is one of my favorites from the month album's called concrete cowboys by uh buggin uh, came out on the 9th of june on Flat Spot records um 12 songs 19 minutes bouncy skippy hardcore fucking love it love it hardcore album of the year so far um bit disappointed didn't get to see them when they were here last month but yeah, I, I don't know if you two have had a chance to listen to this, but it's great fun. Absolutely love it.
1: Oh, not me, I'm afraid.
0: Ah, uh, you don't know what you're missing. You don't know what you're missing.
1: That's um 20 minutes. It seems to look like a whole slate of 20 minute albums this year, so I'm sure I can fit it in when I'm cooking me dinner or something.
0: Oh, you look, if you cook the right thing, you'd be able to listen to it three times. Um <laughs> it's, look, it's 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 on the, the punkier end of of hardcore. It's it's very very hooky. It's full of breakdowns, but because the songs are so short, um, they they still manage to fit in an, an awful lot. You know, it, it's got your, your your fast punky stuff, but there's some great breakdown riffs in there. Some great choruses. The song snack run, I just fucking love it. It is literally about going out and buying snacks, and the song only like fifty seven <laughs> seconds long. It's it's straight to the point, but it's you know look it, it's it's quite aggressive. It's quite in your face at times but it it's got a real a real sort of positive vibe and it just makes you want to run around picking up change
1: no i don't i don't, I, I,
0: I don't, don't it. <laughs> um yeah I, I think i'll have to try and describe that in person next okay. time i see uh bloodstock <laughs> probably uh, uh, yeah um but if if you're a you're an ardent hardcore fan you probably know what i mean but look you i think you'll like it
1: Oh, okay, right. right, right. I, I do right.
0: genuinely think you'll like it. It's so catchy and so fucking hooky that I, I'd, I'd be very surprised if you didn't.
1: We, so it sounds like it, it's for melodic hardcore, right? So is it sort it of is like pretty H2o, melodic, yeah. Yeah. H2O sort of thing? It's
0: a, it's a bit more aggressive than H2O. Right. Um, it's It's got one of the best guitar tones I've heard on an album all year. It's just a perfect mid-range crunch for that type of hardcore. Right. So... Yeah, there is a bit of H2O in there, but a little bit beefier. But that same kind of posi core sort of vibe to it. So, right. uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Check it out and report back to me. Yes, sir. Yes, exactly. Um, concrete <laughs> Cowboys by Bugging. Check it out. Right, what else have we got? What else are we bringing to the party? Go on, check your notes. Uh-huh. What else have we got? Shall I talk
1: about uh, Imperishable?
0: Yes, talk about that, because... That one, uh, a band I'd never heard of before, came completely out of left field and I fucking loved it. Even though I yeah. almost forgot about it prior to this episode.
1: Yeah, so uh
0: The album's called Come Sweet Death came out on Hammerheart Sweet Records.
1: Death, yeah, there you go. Uh ninth of June. What can I say about this album? It's I mean it's yeah, it's death metal. Um so gave it a blast, gave it a blast because people were talking talking about it quite positively. Um, And again, straight away, you've got a bit of dynamism there. You've got a strong 90s Swedish sound. So, yeah, okay, I'm in. Um, I'm intrigued. I'll I'll keep listening. But it's that first bridge. That ain't a death metal bridge. That's a classic heavy metal bridge. Harmonized guitars. Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, right in this middle of this fairly sort of 90s Swedish death metal track. And I've never heard anything done like that before. So, of course, it, you know, I'm, I'm invested straight away because it's quite melodic. Um, and by the third track, they've done it again. And you've got a bridge there in The Perennial Desire, which sounds like it could be off Ride the Lightning. And, yeah, um, the, the, the that vibe sticks throughout the album Album of, you know, this 90s Swedish death metal that's dynamic, but there's just these melody bombs yeah. dropping in in the middle of it here and there, and it's... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very distinctive and not something I've come across before done in that
0: way. Yeah, I, I agree. It, it took me by surprise, a lot of it. The, the, the first thought I had on my first listen to it was like it was it was kind of like 90s Dark Tranquility and 90s Entombed got together, made Sweet Love and had several babies. OK. Right? And then, uh... then the more the more I listened to it, like you said, that melody then started to come through. That you've got the blend of that classic Swedish stuff, but with some real traditional heavy metal. Um, the one song that stood out for me was called "Teeth of the Hydra." It's just, it's just such a great riff in the middle of that. Yeah, a really surprising, surprising release that's that's kind of come out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. Simple so, so as that. Just a, a, you know, Are really... they
0: sweet? Are they Swedish? Do
1: we know? I don't think they are. I, th- I think they might be British. <laughs> What? No, i I need to do better at this kind of stuff of actually looking into the backgrounds. But
0: uh, let's. I, if they're not Swedish, they should move there.
1: Yeah, they could. They could well
0: be, but I don't know. I, I, I'm sure they are indeed from Gothenburg. So there you go.
1: Right. I okay, well, there you go. I mean, not only yeah. are they
0: Swedish, they're from fucking Gothenburg. That's just... <laughs> <laughs> um, so we made ourselves look like proper amateurs there. But there well, go. we well,
1: yeah, that's fine. But I mean, Christ, I mean, if they're all what. I think they're, they're a new band, so they're probably young. So it's all, they're all born in the mid-90s, I'm sure. I don't know. There's something you know, you know what? That's,
0: yeah, that, that's a good point. They probably are if they're in their mid-fucking-20s. If, if that's the next step forward from, you know, what we love about 90s, mellow death, and and everything that came after it, or not everything that came after it. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we ha- we've had a couple of these... Earlier in the year, as well, that have showed some real promise, and if there's more of this stuff coming along, people keep going on about a new metal renaissance. Fuck that! Let's have full-on Swedish mellow death back again in its full glory. Yeah. No, yeah, I'll be all for that. Or at
1: least Scandinavian mellow death. Mellow
0: death. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take that. And I, I, yeah, someone I noticed actually that Mercenary are releasing their first album in ten years. So there you go. There's Danish mellow death for you. Um. But yeah look that was a surprising one that one really enjoyable if you like that kind of thing check it out because it's it's just so packed full of of very surprising melody and yeah came out of nowhere um let's crack on a quick well, a couple of quick mentions um power trip released a live album last month live in seattle look there's, there's not much you can really say about this it's it's power trip it's a live album it's you know what it's going to be um it's just a collection of some of their best songs from a gig in in, I think it was in Texas, wasn't it? Oh sorry, Seattle. N- the clues in the title. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's good. It's a good live album. It's it's not it's not what you would call spectacular, but it's it's power trip live. Obviously, Padre, you'll like it, but yeah, I, I, there's not much more to be said about it than that. Um Death Collector, Death's Toll uh came out on prosthetic on the 23rd of june british death metal band uh drummer used to be well he's the former drummer from bolt thrower so you've got some pedigree there uh you've got a young vocalist guy called kieran scott only in early early 20s um really really promising death metal vocalist it's one of the strongest points of this album it's an old school death metal album but it does have a bit of a modern touch and there's a few kind of you know, hardcore is type breakdowns in there and things like that. I don't know if either two of you've listened to this. But I, it's, I did. It's, 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 it's it's as far as death metal goes, it's been one of the best for me this year.
1: Yeah, i I have given it a listen. It's it's not done it for me, I'm afraid. Um that's, that's all really it's it's all it's quite competent. It's quite competent what it does. Um but it's just
0: it's not clicking for me. Listen to it more. No. Yeah. Because <laughs> I I, I will I will admit my, my first listen it didn't it didn't click all that. There's some of it that passed me by, but after four, five, six more listens, it has actually <laughs> it does actually make more sense. So that's a,
1: that's a lot of time to devote. I don't know. Uh, got all these hours to. So I can't. Look, think so, I
0: mean, think about think about it this way: when you're sat watching cricket in your pants, do you need the commentary? How important is the commentary when you're watching cricket?
1: Uh, when when England are slotting sixes and, and I'm hearing all the crowd cheer, yeah, it's very important.
0: But just think about how much better that would be if you're listening to some thrash or some death, you know, some good old traditional heavy metal. Just imagine that. Six yeah. flying out over the ropes and you've got some great riffs in the background. What more do you want? Thrash metal cricket? Yeah, maybe. But oh, yeah. I, I, I watch the highlights
1: anyway in the evening, so,
0: uh, yeah. Well, the highlights are an hour long, so you know, most of these albums are less than that.
2: Sadly, I can't. I'm just thinking about like you know some cricket in terms that you can have this like song titles.
0: Here we fucking go. Yeah. But you, you can't you can't say that and not at least throw something into the mix.
2: No, no, I'm, I'm no, just no, hanging now. It's like you know, uh, like, you know the, the intro track could be like four leg buys. It's <laughs> <laughs> silly, mid off. Um, what else could you have? Bowel. <laughs> cover yeah cover drive but like you know people that don't know cricket are going to be like, cover drive whilst are driving and they listen to it and it's
0: just... you know what cover drive has got like sort of 80s aor rock written all yeah, over yeah yeah
2: yeah
0: you know still still washed up in a pub in 2022 we uh, we are cover drive and this was our 1984 hit silly yeah point.
2: yeah
0: yeah um but square leg <laughs> <laughs> no i i recommend it i recommend it i've done it myself watching cricket Listening to metal, it works. It works. I'm not going to go down this whole route if it makes cricket interesting because anybody who says cricket is boring at the moment, is fucking clueless. Yeah,
2: they, they can fuck off and never. I'd love, I'd, I'd love, would love to see like you know them to use like some metal tracks like as as intros when they come like in the test match. So like they're out, they come down from the pavilion, <laughs> like Johnny Bester or someone walking out to a, to a, like a, a metal track would be quite good.
1: Yeah, you know well, what? You wouldn't get that out test cricket, though. That, that that's
0: a one hundred or twenty twenty, isn't it? Oh yeah, twenty twenty. You could you could definitely do it. You know, coming out to cat scratch fever, or you know, you smash a six right. over the boundaries to Rocky like a hurricane. It, it would work. So we'll 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 kick off we'll kick it off here and now. Heavy metal cricket. We need we, yeah, we need someone got, to pick look, it up got, someone to back it. Let's make it happen. The,
2: the, look, if, if you're Australia right now, the, the song that keeps getting the, the metal song that keeps going through your mind. Is ashes in your mouth by Megala? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You've been thinking really hard about that one, haven't you? No,
2: no, it just literally just came to me. <laughs> eat them, <laughs> fucking dirt. That's right. Don't just look at it; eat <laughs> it. <laughs> Choke on that urn. Well,
1: let's let's not speak too soon. Yeah,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. One, yeah. Yeah. One, <laughs> one step at a time. You know time. what happened? England will win this test, and then they'll they'll fuck it in the fifth one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, it will. But this like I said at the top of the podcast, this is not a cricket podcast. So apologies for those who give no fucks about cricket. <laughs> um, what else have we got? Um Death Ray Vision, No Mercy from Electric Eyes came out on Metal Blade. Uh so essentially a super group. Um it's Mike D from from Kill Switch. Second album, I believe. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. I've only given this a couple of listens, but yeah, I quite like it. I think it's it's got a bit of... I, I can hear early corrosion conformity in it, like the pre-Pepper Keenan mixed with a bit of the rock and roll elements to Every Time I Die, if you get what I mean.
2: Yeah, That's there's the, a bit the
0: vibe of, I get from it.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's definitely an early noughties vibe for me. Um, you've got, you got some hardcore, you've got some punk, you've got that sort of early noughties metalcore, bit of groove metal bit of thrash it, there's there's a cocktail there going on and yeah. you've got a singer who looks like a basically a beefed up american version of Watty from the exploited yes <laughs> um but yeah you've got there's a sort of almost a you know a, a cheerful vibe a triumphant sort of vibe going on it's there's anger and aggression there but it's almost like a fuck yeah we yeah it's, know, a, it's not a, yeah it's a bit fist bumping, it,
0: isn't it? Yeah. yeah
1: yeah i get yeah. that um, yeah it, it's again i've had a couple of listens but it's a it's an enjoyable album. That's what I like about it. It's heavy and it's in your face and it's angry, but it's it's enjoyable.
0: It's not. I don't think it's an album you're going to remember in ten years' time. But it's um yeah, it's, it's got its merits and I, you know, I, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would. I, I can no, I,
1: I can see it's one of those albums. I think that people will will stick on and stick on regularly in the years to come. Like you know what, that was a good little album. That yeah. it's got that sort of vibe where people. You know, it could become a lost classic. I think. Have you
0: heard the first album? No, no. See, I I haven't either. That's that's why I I I don't really know if they've sort of if their sound has changed from first to second album. I don't know. I mean, I need to listen to this one a bit more, and I'll go back and listen to the first one as well. But I I I do I I like what I heard so far. And look, pedigree. You know, Mike D's good songwriter. You know, been doing this kind of thing for a long time, so yeah needs more of a listen um all right one more before we get on to the final one um i think you've had more time with this than i have it's an album called unbeaten by a band called carabiner which yeah. we're talking about on social media a little bit wasn't it but i haven't had a chance to give this any real time
1: yeah carabiner i think it is yeah again i've had two or three listens but it's it's fresh. um it's fresh, but it's uh it's also edging towards classic heavy metal as well. It's kind of in that sort of mid zone, uh, but it's aggressive enough. But you have got your melodies and a bit of fist pumping, classic vibe. Um, Ukrainian.
0: I was going to say they're Ukrainian, aren't
1: they? So, you know, like I say, with Evan Death Pill, we've you know they're knocking out some good thrash this year, um, which I don't want to say is not surprising, but you know I'm sure they are put the energies. Positively But um, Yeah no, Lots of melody On this album um, And I know Nige uh, He loves his thrash And he was very Enthusiastic about this album So um, That's You know That's kind of what
0: Well that's like A seal of approval then, Isn't it
1: Yeah absolutely Evening um, Nige Yeah no uh, Definitely Absolutely worth a Listen to this one um, I think I think I saw I haven't seen A bad word From the people Who've listened to it No,
0: I'll give you a Proper listen I think I got About two songs in and um, was probably rudely yeah. interrupted by something. I think,
1: but... I think the last track, if I recall rightly, is called Vintage Metal or something.
0: Well, you can't go wrong with that.
1: Um, and it's, um, well, yeah, Vintage Metal. And it sounds like that. It literally, It's a very fist-pumping, triumphant, very, very chorus-heavy. Uh, and it's, it's much more accessible than the rest of the album as well. It's, it's a closer. Yeah, it's a really strong closer. So, um,
0: yeah. Okay, I will. Um, I, I, in in the same way that you need to go away and listen to Bugging Concrete yeah. Cowboys, I will do the same with with Carabiner.
1: I will. I will say one for Padre definitely.
0: There you go. Yeah. Definitely. You uh, you, you might have
1: to
0: practice. put it. You, you might have to put it in a in a message or an email or by pigeon or metal pigeon, obviously. Yeah. Well. Always um, delivers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Right. Look. Essentially, the headline act of the month for me. Uh, and I think for you as well. And I don't know if Padre, if you've had a chance to listen to this again, another British band, a band that I only discovered earlier this year, mainly through Black City Records and, and the sort of promo they've been given this album. So the album's called Sacrament, the band of Witch Hazel. This is their fourth album. Um, and for a British band that I've never heard of, I was a little bit shocked by that. To give you an idea, so it came out on Bad Omens Records. Uh, this is... New wave of British heavy metal, if it was in the medieval times, I think is the best way to describe it. You've got you've got elements of kind of the early days of New Albem, Wishbone Ash, Nazareth, that kind of thing. There's a bit of Fleetwood Mac in there, but the the biggest thing of this is how fucking catchy these songs are. This is this has gone all the way to the top of my list this year. This album, it's an absolute stunner.
1: Yeah, yeah, this is high up for me. It's um. One listen, all it took.
0: Yeah. Every
1: every track. I mean, the the, the track I'd heard in advance, uh, Angel of Light, big old groove there, harmonised guitars. I mean, real Thin Lizzy vibe. Definite Um, Thin Lizzy
0: stuff going on, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my my head turned. It's like, right, okay, well, that's that's getting listening to first thing. And not a single bad track on the album. No skips. No no dip of quality. You know, even when it sort of does its sort of quiet acoustic bit, it's consistent. It undulates. You know, it's a little. I mean, you know, there's nothing fast here, but there's nothing really slow. It's it's a very mid-paced album. they Just yeah, like it's, yeah. it's that balance between the melodies and the harmonies, and the, it, it's just it flows. Yeah, with, you know, like you say, the choruses, the verses are catchy, not just the choruses. And yeah, it, it's I, I yeah I, I don't know what really to say much about apart from this is just a great metal album i think it's white metal i think there is a christian vibe to it but we're not talking sticks or anything like that here you know that sort of americanized evangelical approach to christian metal that will put people off there is a there's there's an almost sort of folk folky pagan element to it uh, it's like a
0: yeah it's like um, a it's like a light take on the occult kind of thing yeah
1: yeah it's yeah yeah it's i mean yeah they make it I can see these guys fitting into some sort of old late 60s hammer horror film Yeah, um, with what they do. Um, but it is. It's, lyrically, there is a lot of, you know, you've got like, stuff like, oh, what's it called? Um, yeah, well, delivery. So there you go, straight away. And yeah, there are references to, you know, that on paper might seem a bit, you know, prayer-based. But with the music they're playing, it's all very balanced and authentic and it's like yeah. you know what not my thing but i dig what they're doing kind of
0: thing but the, um, the standout song for me uh is a thousand years um and that line in it of satan will reign for a thousand years yeah and and, and after the chorus the second chorus and it breaks into this this just amazing thin lizzy style guitar solo i i just I can't they're, they're one of the bands I'm looking forward to at Bloodstock this year more than any other and you know yep. they're on fucking midday on the Friday. Really really <laughs> yeah. looking forward to seeing them. Really yeah. looking forward to them and yeah just and it's it's completely come out of nowhere. Never heard of them. Four albums into their career, never heard of them before this year. And it is well and truly in the top 5.
1: Yeah, I say um Dave last week at Black City, he was saying their th- the last album Pentecost. That's that's one of his Desert Island discs, wasn't it?
0: It was, yeah, yeah. We've um, um, gone back and, and started to listen to, and I'll go back over the previous ones as well. And it's it's almost just as good, you know. It's a bit more raw, I suppose, a little bit. A yeah, little, it was a, little li- bit a bit heavier. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's it's, overall, it's, just great, great band.
1: You just have to think, where the hell are people finding these melodies? Mm. Where are they coming from?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it almost makes you sick. But yeah. it's just more evidence as to how exciting new music is at the moment, especially yeah, in this country. And people say, oh,
1: you know, people say, yeah, the best best stuff's in the past. There's no, no good music anymore. And it's all yeah, bollocks. It's but
0: bollocks. Just following up on conversations that we've had recently about, you know, ticket prices and, you know, and, and the amount of stadium shows there are now, and it's over 100 quid for a ticket and all this kind of thing to go and see Def Leppard or whoever. Um, but... A band like this. So last week they did a little acoustic show in Black City Records, same night they were playing the Griffin Pub in Bristol, which holds 50 people. And I was messaging Dave from Black City just after, and he says it's one of the best gigs he's been to in a long time. You know, and, it, and it's in a, essentially the back room of a pub. Yeah. We, don't, we don't need stadium shows. There's all this great music out there, and it's in a pub down the road.
1: I mean, this, this is the thing about this band, if they were to have supported Iron Maiden, they're sorted.
0: It would work, yeah.
1: They're sorted, absolutely. Yep. You know, the fans that they would make, yep. you
0: know, you you know this is
1: old school, it's it's yeah. They 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 deserve it. But yeah, it's it's still very low key.
0: Well, I know from previous experience over going to many bloodstocks that the, the early bands on always get a decent turnout. Mm. And it it could be quite a moment for them, I think, if if the weather's right and it you know, it's early, it's, it's early in the festival, so people are still clean and with it, <laughs> not too hungover. over. Um, it could be a big moment for them and they, they could, you know, they could really thrive on it. I, I, I genuinely cannot wait for that performance. I think they'll get about 40 minutes. Perfect. And I, I hope they play a thousand <laughs> years because I want to see that solo live. <laughs> I don't really do. I just, just so excited by this band. I haven't been this excited by... A you know a retro type of band for for a long long time so
2: yeah,
0: yeah. we've got we've got yeah. the vinyl it's now tough. I mean,
1: that was like I say that was like I mean it's like twenty quid
0: or whatever it was it was straight
1: away it was like yeah that
0: price yeah I got it as well yeah well, um you know, I haven't actually it. I haven't actually listened to it on vinyl yet but uh, I've, I've got yeah. it that's the main thing <laughs> yeah my me and my neighbours have yeah well lucky them that's all I can say um. Well, that's June. Well, that's most of June. That's about as much as we can get in. There's a few other bits and pieces released, but I haven't really been able to give it enough time. It's, there's some things we might be able to catch up on a little bit later in the year. Um, but we are six months into the year, so we, we may as well look at favourites for the year so far. So like maybe your, your favourite five, if you've, if you've got them.
1: I have, yeah. I'm always trying to finalise the top 20, actually, so far. So I've got that list embedded to work into as the year goes on. But yeah, I've got a top five, so...
0: In no particular order, but the five that are standing out at the moment.
1: I can do an order, yeah, no. So, number five, uh, a band who I've never listened to before, but they've been around for years, and I just love this album. Um, Scorched by Overkill. I didn't expect that one. No, cracking albums. And again, I liked what I heard from it, but it's just the more I listened to it, I just kept coming back to it, more to like about it, more to enjoy... And again, it's 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 heavy, it's raw, it's savage, it's angry, it's and it's just melodic uh, as fuck. Uh, going it's home. Just, it's song. not
0: just a thrash album, either, is it? No,
1: no, no. Apart from it, a great metal album. I mean, going home or coming home. It's one of the best favorite songs of the year.
0: Um, yeah, my, Padre, you need to get on that one definitely.
2: Right, okay, we'll do. I've, I've, yeah. I've checked. I've, I've just uh, saved the uh, Witch or That's uh, yeah. pretty good.
1: Yeah, definitely. So yeah, that's my number five. Number four. Did
2: you spell that last one. Overkill. Overkill. How did you spell it? <laughs> you fucking cunt.
0: M e g a d e t h. Um, moving on. Go on.
1: Yeah, number four again. This I, I liked this album after a few listens, and then I gave it a bit of a gap. Uh, when I listened to it again recently, it. It finally really clicked, like, like as in, I love this album. Clicked, so number four. Um, yeah, we've had him on, on Hellripper. I'm,
0: I'm really no good at titles. I really need to be better at. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to give. I'm not going to give you this title because you need to. You need to be remembering
1: this. <laughs> yeah, I do, I do. Yeah, Warlock's Grim and Wither the tags. There you go. That's it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Finally clicked. I think properly, and uh, yeah, yeah, huge, Great huge album. old stuff. Um, looking forward to seeing them live later this year. So, yeah. I
0: think I think the whole package with Hellripper just makes them so appealing. Everything they do, how great James is on social media and with, with fans and everything, it just makes the whole yeah. experience of Hellripper just a, a, an overtly positive thing.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number three, I mean, we just talked about them, um, Witch Hazel for Sacrament. Just absolutely yeah. love That was an instant, this is going to be high on my list. I knew it straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Probably won't be higher than that, I think. But yeah, love this album. Uh, Number two, um, this, uh, again, didn't click instantly, but because of the sound of it, which was very much up my alleyway, I persevered. And as soon as it, after about two or three listens, it really clicked. And I thought, this is going to be a favourite. So yeah, this is uh, Grave Pleasures with Plague Boys. Oh yeah, I see.
0: Yeah, that that grew on me slowly. But yeah, very good. Yeah,
1: definitely. It's a very, very assured album. Yeah, it's post-punk, but it's got that very strong 80s sort of vibe to it that I I like from my stuff. So, yeah, definitely definitely a favourite. And my album of the year so far, um, it might be topped, it might not be. They'd have to go one to really top it, but I just think this is an absolutely mesmerising beast and just so utterly unique compared to everything around it, and that's Heimdall by Enslaved. Yeah. Wonderful
0: piece of work. Yeah. For a, for, a, for a band that just keep on churning out incredible albums for probably possibly the best work they've ever done. Certainly their best since Below the Lights. Um, It's... it's uh, Yeah, it's an incredible album. I haven't got it in my top five at the minute, but ask me next week and that'll probably change. <laughs> you know, it's... um Yeah, it's, it's a work of art. Absolutely. Yeah, it's I think it's, the, it's just the overall fucking sound of it, isn't it? It just... I can't even put my finger on it. I don't know whether it's the production, whether it's the guitar tone, just the whole package. It's
1: how, it's how they're interacting those guitars. I just, I yeah. can't think of anything else that sounds like it. It's how they're producing them, how they're arranging them. It's, it's just so
0: distinctively unique. And when we talk about dynamism, which we do a lot on this podcast, how it moves from, you know, proper black metal to almost sort of folky and there's blues in there and there's 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 sort of classic rock in there they they do the full work from start to finish yeah. even even the dirty p word but if we're going to talk about progressive music that's what progressive music should be in the yeah. same that yeah. wallowing a progressive that they're pushing boundaries yeah it's not it's not
1: indulgent but it is interesting
0: yeah yeah no it is it's 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 a fascinating album and, and you know what it was worth a forty two quid for the vinyl so you know
1: <laughs> yeah I didn't quite pay as much as that I don't think I, did I get the white I think I got the marble or something like that
0: but yeah yeah oh. I, I got the blue marble it was, it was worth every penny and again the the vinyl package the gatefold double vinyl the just the simple photography you know it, it's it's don't overthink it like the the upcoming Urn album just just keep it simple and you just you know. <laughs>
1: It is interesting now. We seem to be at that point when it comes to metal albums, black metal especially, where basically you can just take a photo of anything out there, black and white, and stick it on the front of the cover. I mean, I've been thinking about going down to the beach because it's not we, we, it's not just a level beach, we've got like cliffs around this area. I could just take a just take a photograph at the cliffs, print it in black and white, stick a black metal logo over top and it's just authentic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it really neat.
0: It is... <laughs> It's like it, black metal's become avant-garde. I
2: think is, is yeah. the way to look at it. isn't it, I, think what no, actually... like, you know, I mean Cornwall's just got. Oh a yeah, wealth of, yeah. Wealth of material for black metal album covers. You can you can see
0: Carm Bray on a fucking album cover without a shadow of a doubt. Black and white. Yeah, Carm like, Bray. It like
2: seems like fog. <laughs> yeah. Like just the, just the light on in the castle. Yeah. Kind of like almost like the eye of Sauron kind of thing. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, yeah it would yeah,
0: work. Yeah. It would work all day long. I, I...
1: I think we need to do this. We need to issue ourselves a sort of a pod challenge every now and again. Try and take a photo and black metal it as much as possible. Years ago, I took. I just went out for a walk with my mates just just in East Surrey, just down the road from where we were. And we we've been we walked around that area, but it was very foggy at one point. And I took a photo with like a dead tree in the background. And it's one of the best things I've ever taken because I, I I tweaked it on Instagram and it just it's a perfect black metal album and all it all it was was just a foggy picture on a Sunday beautiful Sunday afternoon
0: the uh, in the abyss um, weekly black metal photo challenge yeah is that what you're getting at
1: yeah but then again that, that, I'm we going never, we never used the winter photo I took last year of a snowman no So we have to do that this year because I'm proud
2: of that one
0: yeah right well that can go that can go on a T-shirt the clothing line so you know yeah. <laughs> um look I, I, I find it really difficult to nail down what I've got in my list so far to a favorite five. And like I said, if I was to to go and listen to some of the other albums in the list, it, it would probably change, and it would probably change weekly. But right at this minute, where I am with my top five, and this is in no order, um witch hazel, like you, straight in there, no doubt about that. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: vomitory, all held to a roll absolute That's... fucking rip snorter That's... of an album that one love it I, it's got everything I, to... I want from death metal i
1: need to come back to that yeah but yeah that. and, and, and do
0: because it's um it's it's just it's just it's just catchy and accessible And I, I, I like vomitory anyway but they've nailed it absolutely nailed it with this one by far and away the death metal album of the year and i don't think it'll be don't think it'll be topped um therapy hard cold fire is also currently sitting in my top five. That's in my top ten so far. Um, how that band keep doing it, I just don't know. Yeah, uh, we, we've obviously loved them for for Donkeys years, and 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 hopefully they'll still be around in another thirty years to keep appreciating them. But <laughs> <laughs> little um, bit
1: optimistic there, I think. Well, so, perhaps,
0: yeah. perhaps. But look, even so, it, it's just such a great album, and it just it just sounds like therapy doing therapy really well and that might be a little bit cliched, but that is what they do well they just they just do therapy really well yeah i think i think it's their strongest album since since trouble gum
1: oh that's
0: oh that's a a bit of a sweeping statement but
1: it is considering you know um there's
0: been yeah there's been there's been some yeah suicide pack is in there but I, i haven't loved a therapy album as much as I love this one, since Trouble Gun. That's the way I look at it.
1: After Okay, that's fair.
0: So so that's in there. Um, And then we've got Memento Mori by Hail the Void, which came out quite early in the year now. I think it's either late January or early February. So if anybody doesn't know them, they're kind kind of stonery doom, I suppose, but The vocals are very, the the vocalist reminds me somewhere between Lane Staley and Keith Caputo from Life of Agony. Um, Very passionate, very strained vocals that he just sounds like he's pushing himself to the limit every time he tries to hit a note, but without going beyond that limit. And, you know, combine that with these just gargantuan riffs and this, this atmosphere that comes with it. It's just probably the most intense stoner album I think I've ever heard. It doesn't lollop along like a lot of that kind of music does. It's really punchy and really in your face. And I I can go a month or so without listening to it and go back and I'm I'm just still blown away by it. And it, it will be pushing for the number one slot for the year. Up to a point, it was. It was. But right now, I think sitting at the top of the tree for me is Earth Reaper by Wallowing. Because every time I listen to that album, it's a different album. They are an acquired taste. I get that, but that's obviously part of the package. And yeah, I mean, I've I've, I've never heard anything like them. And they, they just that,
1: that still needs a few listens for me, definitely. But I, you know, I want to. You know,
0: Look, they make they make me erect. They are the metal equivalent <laughs> of a little blue pill.
1: That's that's, that's a promo message. That is.
0: Well, look, it's true. They, they, they just, I've got, I, I picked up the vinyl a couple of weeks ago and I've sat down and listened to it. I literally just sat cross legged in the middle of my dining room and, and I just listened to the title track. And cause that's because that's one side of the album. And just everything that goes on in that 21 minutes is just incredible. It really is. And I, I'm so excited to hear where they go next. They've already started writing album number three and I I don't, I've got no idea where they could go with it, but yeah, if if they're ambitious enough, it it, it could, this kind of thing can go really wrong. It can just be noise or just completely inaccessible, but they've got all these riffs and hooks that just sort of pop up every now and then that goes with all the noise. But with that, the atmosphere, it all just works as a package. For anybody who's never heard them, I'm not even sure how I would describe them. Sam, I, yeah, they're,
1: they're, it's, well, I'm sure. I'm sure someone would would use one of the other P word with them. But um...
0: yeah, look, cards on the table. You have got elements of post metal, got elements of prog, you've got elements of doom, you've got elements of hardcore, you've got definite influences of bands like Neurosis and Today's the Day, Isis, Cult of Luna. All that's in there, but. There's that and, and, a, and a thousand more things going on in this package, and you throw in the the concept and all the live visuals, and the, like the the comic books and all their packaging of their cassettes and everything they all the effort they put into what they do. They're they're a force to be reckoned with, and I don't know if if the extreme metal community picks up on them, they could go stratospheric. I can imagine Japan going nuts for them. <laughs> You know, so right at this minute, they're sitting at the top of the tree. It's been a strong year so far, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but let's face it. We to, I think with what we do, we're we're trying to really stay stay on top of all these all these albums.
2: Yeah, which uh, isn't easy. Uh, easy isn't it isn't. It's
1: not, but, but it's, uh, it's 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 working.
0: Well, we're, we're only talking about the first six months in here, but already there's two albums that I know of that are going to run these five close. Um, Tailgunner debut, yeah, for Hire, which which we love, um but obviously that only came out last week, so I'm not including that in this. um And the new Earn album, which again yeah. isn't out for another three weeks, but fuck me, yeah, no spoilers. We're 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 gonna do a full review of that album in a couple of weeks, so you can you can hear our opinion. But oh my fucking god, what work, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, we're
1: that's gonna be that's gonna be up there. I mean, for me. Yeah, I mean most I mean, yeah, Tailgun is going to be quite high, definitely. What what a, what a great record. And we we've just found out they've they've done well on a few charts across Europe, so um, you know, they deserve that and
0: we Yeah, top top fifty know, UK independent albums, which, you know, for a band of that stature is just an incredible achievement. Yeah.
1: yeah um But yeah, I mean this year certainly we, we we keep coming back to these guys, but Moonlight Sorcery, you know, it dropped another oh, single
0: today and it's just I, I can't wait for that album.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so looking forward to that.
0: That's going to be a banger. Definitely, yeah, I, I I cannot wait for that. We've got Svalbard. dropping. Svalbard, out yet. yeah, yeah. A couple of months. It's just it's just a smorgasbord, yeah. metal delights. You know, yeah, correct. and correct. There's, there's, there's there's going to be stuff culture. that isn't even announced yet that's still going to be coming. Yeah, uh, Code
1: Orange has just been announced for Code Orange like I say, underneath was my favourite album of twenty twenty. I mean, admittedly, I didn't buy many albums. <laughs> um, yeah, fair point. Uh, but certainly, that was that was the one at the top of um, top of a few I did. So um, yeah, so I'll I'll definitely probably love that. Whatever happens, and yeah, we yeah, are spoiled
0: a lot. To, a lot to look forward to. I think is the uh, is the word. Um, but look, that's that's about it. I think we've covered most of it. Sorry, it's a bit late. Um, I can imagine next month is going to be the same because bloodstock's going to get in the way. We will be back next week with a with a bit of a preview of bloodstock actually because it's it's only three weeks this time in three weeks probably be standing waiting for my sugar. No kill switch Friday, not it? It's Friday. Yeah, I have to check the
1: calendar,
0: but yeah. So yeah, so yeah, that's that's where we are. So we'll we we'll do a bit of a preview next week. All the stuff we're looking forward to, um, a long range weather forecast maybe. And uh, <laughs> um, I think one thing we know is not going to be as hot as it was last year, which I'm thankful for. But fingers crossed that the uh, the weather gods hold out and it doesn't piss down, touch wood all over the fucking place. Because I'm I'm too old for piss rainy festivals.
1: I, 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 well, as I've said, the last the last festival I did was Drownload in 2016, and. I'm probably going to have to get a new tent because that one's still in the bag and I haven't actually opened it since. So there's probably new life forms
0: in there. Yeah, I'm surprised that hasn't got up and crawled out of the bag, mate. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we'll look forward to that next week. And, and like I said, we've got the uh, the review of the new Earn album coming up in the next couple of weeks as well. So look forward to that. Uh, thanks for listening this week. And it's something we don't say enough, actually, for all the people around the world that are you know, still listen to this podcast from day one and all the new listeners we pick up week on week. Um, look, we, we do this for a bit of escapism once a week. It's, it's, it's three old men, three old farts, grumbling and moaning. And, and, you know, just, it's just passion for metal at the end of the day. Isn't it? And without people listening to it, it's pointless. So please keep listening and please spread the word and, and, you know, hopefully we'll bring more and more, I say interesting content, but we'll see about that. And potentially even some visual content coming soon as well. But yeah,
1: if you're awesome. lucky, if you're lucky, you'll see our faces.
0: Oh, I don't know about lucky. We'll see about that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks, thanks for listening. Uh, we will catch you next week. Stay male.